Hi, I'm Rob Gore, and you're listening to Enjoying the Goodness of God. Chapter 25, Fear of Punishment. The scripture says, Now early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came to him. And he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery, in the very act. Now Moses, in the law, commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger, as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it, being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest even to the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. John chapter 8, verses 2 through 11. Conviction and condemnation are two completely different things. You are convicted when the judge pronounces your guilt. You are condemned when the judge pronounces your punishment. The people in the crowd wanted to condemn, shame, and punish the woman by stoning her to death. Nevertheless, they could not condemn her because they too were guilty of sin. But Jesus, the only one in the crowd who could condemn her, would not. The scripture says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. John chapter 3 and verse 17. Jesus did not pretend she had no sin. He said he did not condemn her. Today it would have probably been more acceptable if Jesus would have said, Go and sin no more, and I will not condemn, shame, or punish you. Why? Primarily because we do not want people to continue in sin. We feel that if people receive enough shame or fear of punishment, they might not sin again. Yet the new covenant says the exact opposite. The scripture says, The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 56. The worst thing you can do to a sinner is to use the law to bring condemnation of sin. The more you bring the law, the more you strengthen sin in their life. Jesus always gave the gift of no condemnation because sin will not have dominion over you if you are under grace. The scripture says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Romans chapter 6 and verse 14. Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Because he wanted her to have the power to go and sin no more. Let Jesus' words sink in. So many people think that God is going to shame or punish them when they sin. 
There are serious consequences and negative effects from sin. But God did not come to condemn, shame, or punish the world, but to save it from the consequences and effects of sin. So what place does condemnation, shame, or punishment have in the life of a believer? The scripture says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. Jesus took the condemnation, shame, and punishment for our sin in his own body, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. The scripture says, But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. Romans chapter 8 and verse 9. A person that is not born again is walking in the flesh. So what is the difference between walking according to the flesh and walking according to the Spirit? Walking according to the flesh means to be born again and still trust in your own righteousness. Walking according to the Spirit is to be born again and trust in the grace of Jesus for your righteousness. Condemnation preys on self-righteousness, even if you are born again. Nevertheless, there is no condemnation, shame, or punishment if your righteousness is in Christ Jesus. The scripture says, For through the law I died to the law, so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. Galatians chapter 2, verses 19 through 21 in the New International Version. Jesus also did something that might offend many today. He did not insist that the woman confess her sin or show that she was truly remorseful or pay restitution for her sin. Jesus simply told her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. How often have you been told that God will not forgive you until you are truly remorseful and confessed your sin? Yet not one time did Jesus ever tell someone to be remorseful and confess their sin before he would forgive them. God has already forgiven you. Receive his grace. Grace gives you the power to stop sinning. He is not going to punish you for your sin. So go and sin no more. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Enjoying the Goodness of God. If you'd like more information about Rob Gore Ministries, just go to robgore.org. Remember, you are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, and totally protected by Jesus.